The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Minister of State for Special Education and Inclusion, Josepha Madigan, is with me now. Minister, you're welcome uh, to the show. I know the Taoiseach today, the male Taoiseach, as the Constitution would refer to him as, talking about uh, being an unfinished republic until we have equality between men and women. How important is it then that we change the Constitution and remove this reference to women in the home in that context? Well, first of all, I think Declan had a point there around uh, gendered language in in the Constitution. And certainly there there are so many articles in the Constitution that could be looked at through the lens uh, of gender equality. Um, But, you know, you're correct and Taoiseach is correct when he talks about an unfinished democracy. Um, I mean, I think, first of all, to go back a little bit, the Citizens' Assembly um, and the Special Rectors Committee on Gender Equality set out a number of recommendations, particularly around Articles 40 and 41 of the Constitution. So it's not just about Article 41.2, which references, um, uh, I suppose, the woman's place in the home, as it's it's known as, uh, but also around um, the other uh, part of Article 41, which is around uh, the family, um, protection afforded to the family, not being limited to the marital family is something that could be considered. And as well, Article 41.1, of the Constitution, which explicitly refers uh, to gender equality and non-discrimination, and that's what we wanted to do. So there are the two, the two articles there, that, and so we don't know yet whether it's going to be um, a combination of referenda, uh, whether it's going to be all of those, or whether it's just going to be one referendum. So I think the proposals from the government around the Constitution amendments will be published by the end of June. Um, the interdepartmental group is, is, is being established and convened this month um, and then the, the policy recommendations will come and be concluded by, by mid-May um, and then um, there'll, there'll be a five-week parliamentary process which will be concluded by the end of September and then hopefully the referendums or referenda will be, will be held in November 2023. I mean, I personally have campaigned for a number of years in relation to Article 41.2, um, at least six years um, around the wording of that. I've always felt that it's a very outmoded reference to, to women in the home. Um, I don't think it enshrines gender equality. I think it goes against uh, and very much doesn't represent the values and lives of modern Irish women and modern families. And, and the messenger there that you mentioned earlier, who, who talked about being the higher earner, um, in, in the House, I think, you know, the Constitution doesn't define the place of men and it therefore follows that it shouldn't seek to define the place of women. I mean, the modern Ireland has mothers and fathers, grandparents, siblings, carers, um, looking after people at home, so our, our children at home. So um, it, it definitely is, is past time that this, this should be looked at. Uh, would you be in favour, or might the government consider inserting into the Constitution a recognition for the role of carers in society. We spoke to the National Women's Council earlier and that's what they are lobbying for. Yeah, and, and I think this is one of the reasons that it's taken a while um, for this particular referendum to come to the fore um, and, and the fact that there there was now the, the Oireachtas Committee who looked at it and the Citizens' Assembly, as I said. Um, all of that has to be considered. You know, I mentioned carers there, there when I'm talking about you know, um, people who look after uh, children and, and, and other adults at home, whether it's a mother or father, a grandparent or a sibling or a carer. 
Um, so, I mean, there has to be respect for those who choose to stay at home or those who are at home um, to no choice of their own. Um, so, you know, at the same time, we shouldn't discriminate against working parents um, and working mothers especially mm. who make an invaluable contribution to our society. And that's really, I think, it's more about, um, you know, that particular clause being outdated and outmoded as opposed to um, anything to do with, with people making the choice to stay at home or having no other option but to stay at home. Yeah. I mean, obviously, that should be a choice. I think gender equality uh, is the most important aspect of this. Um, but obviously, the carers will have to be looked at um, in, in, in that realm. And have you any fears around, I suppose, were we to insert anything into the Constitution, the law of unintended consequences? Well, again, that's something that has to be looked at. I mean, when the Constitution, you know, Back in 1938, you know, I mean, the, the, the Constitution, sh- you know, should not, shouldn't um, narrowly define one's roles in society. And I think that's what happened. I mean, you know, a lot of the articles smack from a bygone area, uh, era and they, they come across very prejudicial, even if that wasn't the intention at the time. I mean, if you think about, like, you know, that particular clause, Article 41.2, I mean, until 1973, the marriage bar was in place. And, and like 50 years later, it's ludicrous to think, that that backward thinking behind that bar remains enshrined in our constitution. You know, that that shouldn't be the case at all. Um, you know, I mean, what it actually says is the state, therefore, uh, shall endeavour to ensure that mm. mothers should not be obliged by economic necessity to engage in labour to the neglect of their duties in the home. Now, most working mothers outside the home know that they don't neglect the duties in the home. In fact, the most of the time they have to do both. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and that's that's the reality of, 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 of life and modern society as it is now. The other referenda are also important too, I think, around family. There's, there's a lot of one-parent families, uh, same-sex uh, families, you know, so all of that has to be looked at too. Well, and, and actually on that, Mr. like, what do you say to people who think, you know, that uh, this constitutional clause about a woman's place in the home is is meaningless that what we need to change is is culture not the constitution yeah i mean it, it, i i get that and it, and the, that particular article is meaningless to a certain extent but if you think about the constitution itself and you're you're a lawyer yourself Karen you know i mean the constitution is our fundamental law and it is a statement of our values as a society um you know and in fairness to the irish electors you know they've helped to bring the constitution up to date um, and I hope that they will do the, the same with these particular referenda. I mean, it, it, it contains our core values of Irish society. Um, and, you know, to me, it's a living, breathing document. Um, and if there is an article in it that, you know, is prejudicial, that's giving the wrong symbol and signal to, to Irish people as to what is expected mm. of them. So it does need to be changed, um, um, in my view. Um, and there are many other articles yeah. too that need to be revisited. And, and, and when you talk about revisiting others, and we mentioned, and Declan got in touch about it, as you say, about you know the reference the to the role language. of President and Taoiseach and Taunashta all as, as being men. I mean, should, should there be a reference to kind of he slash she, or should we just go with a gender neutral they to acknowledge that, you know, for a lot of people, there's more than two genders. Well, I mean, I, I think this is where, you know, something like the Citizens' Assembly comes into play, uh, whether we should have a dedicated Citizens' Assembly on con- constitutional articles 
you know, the entire Constitution might be worthwhile, or even indeed a special Rockdust Committee on the Constitution mm. as a whole, you know, which which may save us in time having to con- consistently go back to yeah. the Irish public and ask oh, them I, to, I accept um, that, but you know, and sorry to, to cut across you, but you know, I mean, let, let's be honest, the, 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 the people of this country are overwhelmingly going to support the removal of, or, or the amendment of, of, of the article in the Constitution 41.2 about a woman's place in the home. Once you get into the possibility of referring to people as they to acknowledge the existence of more than two genders, suddenly you're in the culture wars. Yeah, and, and I think they're very different things, um, you know, very different issues. Uh, you know, I mean, in this the particular referendum that we're talking about, I mean, the Article 41 uh, is about the protection of the family life. Um, so there's protection there for the family, you know, but that shouldn't be limited to the marital family is, is what, what we would be arguing um, and you know, and then Article Forty One is around um, explicit reference to gender equality and non-discrimination. So whether that non-discrimination covers what you're referencing remains to be seen. Mm. Um, and it, that that particular referendum may not come up um, yeah. for for. Would you for, would you uh, support uh, removing the uh, like the word he with he slash she slash they? Again, you know, I'm I'm just a human being like like everybody else. Um, I would have to inform myself and educate myself, um, and look at all of it in the round and decide what is best and what is reflective in in the constitution as a whole. Um, and then ultimately, it's it's not going to be my decision. The mm. wording is something that it will be agreed by government, but it's the Irish people. No more than the divorce referendum, you know, was eighty two percent on on the last occasion. I think that was the last referendum we had in two thousand and nineteen. Um, so it'll be up to the Irish people what they decide. Uh, can I ask them just before I let you go on one other uh, uh, change to the law, or rather the the uh, the fact that we're not changing the law because the law means that the eviction ban is going to expire at the end of the month, um, and the government have decided to allow that uh, happen. The, the criticism today, and you'll have heard it uh, from some quarters, is that you've all these housing uh, charities and organisations and homeless charities and organisations calling for the extension of the ban, and then that you've got you know landlords, be they individual or institutional funds calling uh, for its abolition and the government sided with landlords rather than housing charities. Why? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I think the Taoiseach answered this very comprehensively um, in the Dáil today when, when that very question was put to him. Um, and I think he was correct to point out that we we shouldn't have this debate or this divisiveness between renters and landlords uh, because ultimately renters need landlords and landlords need renters. Um, and that's absolutely true. And I think there has been this narrative uh, of this creating this division when, when they're not mutually exclusive. They both depend hugely on each other. And the difficulty is, is that there have been, you know, many small landlords who are leaving the market and, and very few have entered. So like even in recent years, more than 40,000 small landlords have left. And therefore, there's there's less places for people to rent, and um, mm. so it becomes this this this, this catch twenty two. So unless you turn that around, you're not going to have more properties available for rent, um, and that's why this decision is made. But I do think it's important to point out is that there, you know, we are doing everything we can to ameliorate it for tenants who may find themselves in a situation where they they no longer have a, have a property to rent. So you know, we're we're going to be building more social housing. We're going to be ramping up cost rental. And there's also going to be an availability for for properties um, to be bought from landlords where the tenant is a social mm. housing tenant or where he or she has been served a notice to quit. And there's also going to be additional budget package okay. as well in, in, in September.
Josephine Madigan, Minister of State for Special Education and Inclusion. Uh, Minister, thanks a million for joining us uh, on the show. That WhatsApp number 87 106 uh, One listener says, I completely agree with the woman's place clause. Now, I'm not sure if they mean they agree that the clause is in the Constitution and it should stay or they agree with the proposal to remove it. Anyway, they go on to say, have we removed the clause read the special position of the Catholic Church? Uh, yes. I think is the answer to that. Some constitutional scholar might correct me now uh, in a moment uh, on that number. I think we got rid of that in the 1970s. We used to say the Catholic Church, uh, the most holy Roman and Catholic Church, uh, was uh, preeminent amongst all other churches. I don't think so. I think we got rid of that in the 70s. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.